Welcome back, Degenerates, to another edition of the Hold the Line podcast. Sports gambling for you, and for me, and for Hawk. And for me. Uh, yeah. I'm your host, Frank the Bank. I'm here with my man, Hawk. And what we, is up? Sorry. What is up indeed, Hawk. And we have a very special guest today, but he is short on time and we are long on questions. So we are going to jump right into the Memorial Tournament. We have True on the line today. How are you doing today, True? Hey, dude. I've been doing pretty well. How about you guys? It's great to be back. We're doing great. I actually golfed nine today. I was supposed to do 18, but uh, it I got rained out. That sounds, sounds amazing. I wish I could have done the same. Yeah, well, I miss golfing with you, buddy. Oh, me too. Me too. Me, me well, too. Me too. Let's get into it, bud. So how are you feeling about the Memorial Tournament? I know, you, uh, I know you're planning on going. Uh, I think you've got some other circumstances that won't allow you to go but uh you know yeah yeah house got hit with covid um i came out unscathed but unfortunately i won't be able to go to the first half of the tournament hopefully the the back half but there are some uh there are some quality golfers that are going to be here this week i'm I'm super excited to uh, hopefully catch it on tv tomorrow and friday and then hopefully be there live saturday and sunday I mean, we got seven of the top ten golfers in the world right now, so I, we have a great field. Yeah, one of the um, best non-major tournaments out there, the Memorial. Agreed, agreed. And Jack's always kept it kind of exclusive. There's like 123, I think, participants, which is a lot lighter than your usual 150 to 160. Who? Uh, so who you got your eye on this weekend, True? So, all right. We've got our we've got our normal favorites. John Rahm is the favorite to win this tournament. Um, had he not been asked to withdraw after three rounds last year, he would have been back-to-back champions at the Memorial Tournament. I love him at ten to one. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to put a bunch of units on Rahm. I think he's got a great chance. He hasn't played exceptionally well this year. He's played pretty well, but for his standards, uh, you know. I think this could be his his coming out party and getting getting into the the right groove going into the uh, the FedEx Cup playoffs. So, I definitely like John Rahm at ten to one. Patrick Cantlay won it as a result of Rahm having to withdraw last year, and Cantlay actually won it a few years ago. So he's winners in two out of the last three Memorial tournaments. I like him a lot at sixteen to one. Um, the third guy I like on my list of of four. Uh, is Morikawa. Um, Morikawa is a great golfer. He lost in the playoff last year to Cantlay. And also in 2020, um, I, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a lot of rescheduling of events, and they actually played at this Muirfield Village golf course two weeks in a row. They did the Workday Charity Open, which Morikawa actually ended up winning. So two out of the last Four times he's played here. He was first in one and tied for second in, in another. So I think he's poised to potentially come out on top. So I like him a lot. And, and Hovland. Hovland's my other guy that I'm going with this week at 22 to 1 odds. Why, why do you like Hovland? Oh, I don't know what's not to like. I think the, you know, when we were talking about the Masters tournament, which was the last time I was on, 
his putting was kind of what is holding him back. But when you play a Jack Nicholas golf course, one of the things they look for is, is uh, those iron plays. And, and he's, you know, top five in the world in iron shots. And, and as a result, I like him at 22 to one odds. The one high flyer I will throw out there is, is somebody that I'm going to put a couple of units on is Patrick Reed. He's not someone that I love to bet on very often, but I'm going to throw a unit down at 50 to one because he's actually the only golfer who's placed in the top 10 of this tournament the last two years. Um, and he's trending up right now too. I mean, he finished tied for seventh last week. So he's in a good spot. He's playing pretty well right now. So for me, he's worth, he's worth a unit, but those first four guys, those are who I'm going to you know, put the majority of my, my money on when it comes to winning outright. Yeah, I love the Morikawa pick. I I mean... 26 to 1? Yeah, yeah, why not? He's he's definitely on my short list as well. Um, looking at a couple of guys there. Um, you, you know, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I'll, on the Reed pick, I... It's no one likes putting money on him. <laughs> Everyone hates Reed, so just wanted. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I like that. I, I think he's going fifty to one, so I do like that because he was playing good last weekend. So and golf's all about momentum. So if you got it, um, I, that's what I do like that pick. But it's tough to lay money on him. So I, I I agree. So one of the other one of the other bets I looked at for Patrick Reed was top 10 so he's he gets five to one odds to finish in the top 10 so that's if you're not leaning at trying to you know pick a high flyer like patrick reed he's somebody where you might want to throw a couple of units at finishing in the top 10 like i said he's he's finished in the top 10 the last two years at the memorial so he plays well at this course um unlike some of the other big name golfers um who do have a tendency to struggle here so i do like his chances and and, and he's one of my you know, if you're going to take a top 10 pick, that, that's one that I definitely would consider. I, I like that. Yeah. I'm going to actually, I'm going to follow you on that. Um, that's a good look, good spot on that being five to one. Now, true. Do you have somebody who you're looking at as like kind of a long odds guy that like, you know, maybe sprinkle a unit on that you're not necessarily expecting to win, but could have a chance and, if they hit, you know, it could be worth uh, a big payday. Yeah, you know, um, there are a couple of guys that I that I do like um, that are 200 and 210 to 1 odds just because it, there are some weird things that have happened in the past at the Memorial. You've had Jason Duffner win out of nowhere. William McGirt is another just really oddball win. <laughs> um, so I got Adam Long at 200 to 1. And, and Danny Willett at 210 to one. I Willett played pretty well in the Masters the last time we we talked. Um, he's had a couple of good outings so far this year. He's someone that has played this course pretty well in the past. Uh, I don't recall exactly how many top ten finishes he has off the top of my head. Uh, I don't have it here in my notes either. So, but he he's one of those guys that I can see having a good week. Yeah, and that's I mean. That's great. It's it's good to have a, a couple of guys that, uh, you know, you look at and and they have a legit shot of winning, uh, even though their odds are not great. But that's what we're looking for is those value picks to sprinkle on. Yeah, you know, 
it's just a lot of fun. You know, when you see something that's 200 to one, why not sprinkle a buck on it here and there? Um, you know, how fun was it to watch the PGA championship and see after the first couple of hours, John Daly was winning the tournament or tied for first with a couple of guys. I mean, there was no way he wasn't a good odd. I mean, he had to have been at least 500 to one to win that tournament, but it's a lot of fun to bet those guys and hopefully see them do well at the start and maybe be in it at the end. Yeah. Um, the John Daly was great. Everyone was freaking out about three holes, four holes in. Cause he was the first group at 7am on the first day. Maybe he, he was two under after seven, um, which was, it was cool to see. Yeah. It, it, I, I totally agree. I mean, he, he's an exciting person to watch. I know he doesn't normally do very well anymore, but fun to sprinkle some money on guys like that oh yeah he's i mean he's always an interesting character and just the memes coming out of that just little you know that little bit of glimmer of hope on john daly people were freaking out and it was amazing it was so much fun exactly but yeah you're talking about uh you know how fun it is to to root for a, a little bit of an underdog there uh i Harkening back to our master's conversation when I put a, a unit on uh, Sung J.M. and he was leading after day one, yeah. I was freaking out. I was so excited. I hit, uh, you know, we, because yeah. we, we, we talked about Scotty on that one and he won it, which was good. Um, but that Sung J.M. was a really good pick. I had, we've had some good golf picks lately. Yeah. Um, right, who do I have? Um, Zalatoris I had last week. That was fun. Not last week, two one at the PGA Championship. Yeah, championship. So that was fun to watch. Um, but yeah, we we've we've had a lot of guys in the running that we've picked, which is fun. Um, but we just got to win a couple more, I think. So um, I'm flying blind right now. I don't have I have no cell reception right now because of the storm. So flying kind of blind. Is there any side bets, true? You know, kind of how we did that one one v one during the Masters week. Is there anything like that that you kind of caught your eye or no? The bets that I saw, I didn't, I didn't see anything like that. I did, uh, I did put some units on Morikawa and Spieth to both finish in the top 20. And the odds weren't great, but the likelihood of it happening, given how they've played here in the past, seems relatively. Um, it seems like a, a good outlook. I feel like I feel pretty confident with that. The other one I had was, uh, you pick any three out of the four golfers. I guess you don't pick, but as long as three out of the four finish in the top ten, it had 18 to one odds. I liked uh, it had Colin Morikawa, Hovland, Matt Fitzpatrick, which finished in the the top five a couple of years ago, and uh, Max Homa as well finished in the top six, I believe, last year or the year before. So th- those are other ones that I, that I liked, but. No, none of the like one v one for a particular round that I saw. Yeah, when you uh, when you texted me about the Morikawa Spieth uh, top twenty, that one was one that I was really excited about. I think that's a great pick. Yeah, for sure. And I, I like the eighteen to one, um, three out of the four in the top ten. Which, granted, get the three golfers right in the top ten. Obviously, there's not a lot of spots in the top ten. Um, so I do right. like that. That that makes it that makes it a fun bet. Um, do cool. you, True. Do you have any surprises to make the cut or surprises to miss the cut? I'm. I. I didn't do any of those. I. I initially looked at Harris English and Adam Scott. Adam Scott has played here. I think he t- tied the course record at one point back in 2012, maybe. Granted, that was 10 years ago. Uh, and he's played 
well here in the past. Um, so I am taking a couple of flyers, Frank, with Harris English and Adam Scott to be in the top 20. Uh, they're plus 440, plus 410, uh, respectively. So th- those are bets that I, that I definitely like. Harris English has been out for almost the last four months. So if you're doing like a fan duel or a DraftKings lineup, he's an extremely good value pick because he's played really well at this tournament historically. Um, and he has a top 15 within the last two years. So I like him a lot. I think he'll make the cut. He could be somebody that potentially contends, even though he is coming off an injury. Um, so, yeah, I, Eric English, Adam Scott to uh, to hit the top 20. I'm also going to take a high flyer in Dave Riley to uh, make a top 10. He's a plus four. I really like him a lot, too. He's been playing. I, I didn't even know who he was until maybe about a month and a half ago. He's been playing. I still don't know who he is because I couldn't, I couldn't hear the pick. Sorry, Drew. Could you say that pick again? Oh, yeah, my bad. Davis Riley. Davis Riley, okay. Yeah, you never probably even heard of him. And, and honestly, neither did I up until maybe a month, month and a half ago. But he's, he's been coming on and playing really good golf. Yeah, he was in the um, – I was pulling for him not too long ago. And what tournament was it that he was, like, in the top? I think he was leading for a little bit, too. I forget, but um, there's a reason why I was pulling for him because we can't say it on the show. Yeah, but I, I remember. We yeah. Were, yeah, I remember that conversation. Um, so a couple of uh, just like little ones that I see popping up here is winning score over or under two seventy three and a half. Oh, that's a tough one. Yeah, two seventy three. What is that? What is that average? Two seventy three divided by four. That's a. Uh, Shooting a 68-69. I would say I would say the score is low. Oh, man. The conditions are supposed to be really good. I mean, it's supposed to rain tonight and tomorrow, but after that it's supposed to be reasonable temperatures, no rain or wind. I think the golf course will play. Man, the last bunch of winners have been in that range. I'm going to say it's under, meaning it'll, it'll be higher than 272. Gotcha. You're saying under 273 and a half? Oh, under 273 and a half, yeah. I, I don't think it yep. gets to, what's that, 14 under? I don't think the winner is 14 under or better. So you, you, th- you think the strokes are going to be higher than that? Okay. Yeah, I think it'll be 11, gotcha. 12 under. Okay, so take the over on that. Okay. Over. Okay. Cool. Um, I got one kind of fun pick because it gives you action on Thursday. So the leader after round one. Okay. I'm going to take Cameron Smith. To be the leader after one, um, thirty-three to one odds. Why do you like him, Hawk? I just like the odds on him. He, he he plays good, so I think he's been knocking on the door. He won the players and stuff like that. So has he been playing uh, the best golf lately? But no. But who knows? I, I don't know. Just throw throw a unit on that. What do you think? What do you, what? Yeah. What do you think about that, True? Yeah. I, I'm, well, personally, I, I'm a huge Cam Smith fan, but the one stat I would throw out is he has played horribly at the Memorial Tournament in the past. And he's missed four out of the last six <laughs> cuts uh, that he's played here. So okay. I, I like I like yeah. it for the odds. But like thirty three to one, that's that's pretty those are pretty good odds. Like he's obviously a phenomenal golfer. Um, and if his putting and ball striking is, is on point tomorrow, he he can put up so many birdies in a round. He's definitely somebody that could like 
go eight under. Oh, he's fun. He, he's fun to watch. Like he's exciting. Like he's he. So good to watch. Oh my god, because he if he, he can birdie seven in a row. He's just fun. Um, yep. What about your guy, Xander Shoffley, man? What do you think about him? Xander Shoffley. So he's so it's, I I do like him to be a a top ten. He's not in my contenders, not somebody that I'm going to put any money on this week to win outright. He has played a lot better of late uh, since missing the cut at the Masters, which I was extremely devastated about. Um, He did win the Zurich Classic with uh, Patrick Cantlay in that um, group format, which was kind of cool. And he's one of the only two players who have finished in the – or sorry, three players who have finished in the top 15 the last two years at the Memorial. So Xander's finished in the top 15 the last two years, Siwoo Kim and uh, Patrick Reed. So Xander's definitely somebody that I would put money on to to be a top 10 pick, but he's not somebody that I would put money on to win outright this week. Sorry, Xander. How do you feel about uh, Hideki Matsuyama? He's he's sneaky good. He's had had such a good year, but it's been like under the radar – like he casually finished in the top 10 of the masters and wasn't even in contention after day one. I mean, he was outside the top 20, 30, which obviously doesn't really matter to four day tournament, but you know, he's got two wins. He's won the Memorial before. I think it was eight years ago that he won it here. He's contended in other years past. So he's definitely somebody that from like a fan perspective, I've got, I've got my eye on, but He's not somebody – I mean, you can only put so much money before it, it gets really expensive on, on golf bets. So, yeah. So, he, he's somebody that I skipped this week. I skipped Xander except for a top-10 finish. Um, Zalatoris and Cam Smith I skipped. Jordan Spieth I skipped except for that top-20 bet that I made. I, there's, there's just so many great golfers that are going to be here this week. I'm super excited about the tournament. Um, but I can only give you so many. Otherwise, our picks are, you know, yeah. I mean, it, lose its luster and its value. Okay, so give me your top. Go through them. I, I know we've been writing them down. Yeah. Um. So we got Rom, Cantley, Morcow, Hovland to win. Those four. You like those picks? You got. And then your long shots are Reed, Long, and Willett. I I did throw a unit on long shot. I mean, they're up to you, Hawk. Um. It's yeah. Jason Day. Nice this is this is his home course. He's due for a win here. He's played well in the past, finished top five a couple of years ago. Um, so he's somebody I also threw a unit on at 66 to one because it's his home course. And why not? Jason Day's played pretty well this year. Yeah, I dig that. Um, did you, do you have any fan duel lineups? True. Man, I've got so many. I got so <laughs> many. Yeah. Who's, is there, is there like a stalwart in, in some of these lineups or just pretty much the guys that we've been, been talking about? Yeah, I mean, if it, yeah, any one of my lineups has a combination of of those four guys that you know we discussed at the top that I think are going to win this outright. But yeah, there's a Xander, there's a, um, uh, what the heck is his name, Matsuyama, and then you know I, those those value picks like Harris English at maybe like nine thousand or maybe eighty five hundred on Fanduel. Siwoo Kim is in the low 9,000 range. He's played really well here. I, those are great guys that I love to pick, um, and but especially when I have Rom and Cantley as the two favorites. So I like my chances. 
I like my chances on FanDuel, and I, I love my chances on my outright picks. Yeah, I love it. Let me. Uh, I know you probably got to go. Let me uh, just hit you with like with a couple of real quick hitters. Um, what do you think the winning margin is? One stroke, two strokes, three, Honestly, four think, or more. I think Rom's going to come out swinging. He got screwed last year, up six shots going into the fourth round before he had to withdraw, which I think they should have just let him play by himself since he was the, the lowest score. I'm going to say Rom wins by four shots. Four. Okay, putting Rom by four shots. That's plus 275. Fun. Okay. Um, okay, and then last – Last uh, thing, will there be a hole-in-one? No. No, I don't think so. I'm trying to think of the holes. I, 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 just, I just don't see it. No. Yeah, that's coming off at uh, plus 115. So, you know. Well, yeah, the other side of that is minus 150. Yeah. Do they have, out of curiosity, Frank or Hawk, do they have, a, uh, do they have any – Eagles on par fours. Do they have an over under on that? I I haven't seen that. Um, there, I don't got any. There yeah. is like a, a specials section with my sports book, um, but I didn't. I haven't seen any Eagles in particular. But let me write that down and I'll look for it a little bit later. I'll I'll uh, I'll look and I'll see if I can find odds on that. Do I'll, you, uh, are you saying there's gonna going to be an eagle on a par four? Oh yeah. I, I would say, yeah, I, I would put my money on four, at least at least four. I, I've actually never looked at the bet before, but I constantly see people holing out in the middle of the fairway. I don't see why it won't happen this weekend. Yeah, you think it's more like, probably more likely than a hole one. You know, there's more par fours than par threes on a course, so. Totally agree, yep. Cool. Uh, well, thanks, man. Any any uh, final words, True? I know you probably got to get going. Yeah, I do, but I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I look forward to watching the tournament this week and, you know, obviously us winning some money. But thanks, Jim, for having me. I look forward to hopefully being on in the future. And uh, Warriors in seven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the pleasure's all ours, man. It's always a who's, pleasure having you on. Who's your MVP? Is it Wiggins? <laughs> no. No, it's gonna be. It's gotta be Steph Curry. But match matchup wise, I no. It's, man, I, yeah. There, there's no way. Marcus Smart. I, he's. There's no way he can lock down Steph Curry. No. But I, I think I think Jalen Brown can lock down Andrew Wiggins. It seems like too big of a moment for him. I mean, he played for the Cavs in Minnesota for far too long. I just don't see him. I just don't see him playing well. <laughs> Not All right, true. Well, we uh, we love having you on. We'll have you back again soon. Thanks for the time, and uh, hope everybody at the house feels better and you get to enjoy the the tournament this weekend. Appreciate it, guys. Take it easy. Yep. Later. See ya. Cool, man. Awesome. That was a good segment. Uh, yes, that was um, dude. I love having True on the show. Absolutely love ha- love having him for the golf segments. He's just he understands golfers and like how they play at courses. Um, their strengths and weaknesses. He always brings us back up things that we kind of forget about as our degenerate selves that we like to bet on every game. So we'd like to bring in experts. Well, and but, this, this is why, and you, you're, I think you were about to hit the nail on the head. Sorry. I'm going to cut no, you, you off good. there. Go. Um, this is why we have the experts yep. because we are a gambling podcast that covers every sport. Like we literally covered 
badminton the other day. There's only so much that you and I can uh, keep in mind all of the time. So yeah, for sure, we're we're just the um, voice of the experts. Yeah, we just <laughs> we just say what they say. Um, now that's he's. I would take his bets. Obviously, you might have to dice some of those up. Figure out which ones you want to bet on. Yeah, well, that's, but there's that's the whole. You figure out what's right for you. It's golf. It's so hard to bet on at the same time. But like, we've been. I, I any of those names that we mentioned, I'd be very surprised if a long shot won it. Actually, I'm going to give you one long shot just to kind of cover our asses right here. <laughs> Wait, let me give me one quick second. Well, while uh, Hawk is looking that up, um, I just you, wanted to give out the big news of the day for news. our fans that news, are news, news, news here news, in Ohio. Um, Ohio has announced that January 1st, 2023 will be the universal start date for legal sports betting. Uh, during the first 10 months of 2021, sports betting generated over $3 billion, billion with a B, in revenue. Uh, the quote is, better late than never. Will have only cost us a billion or so by then, yeah. coming from the state. Cleveland's going to have really nice roads coming up. like And nice, like we're going to get some nice shit. Yeah, I'm I am. Ex- I'm excited. I'm very excited for that. Um, nice shit coming our way. This is actually, I don't know if you know, the inception of this podcast originally, Hawk, was the day that sports gambling was legalized in the United States. Oh, wow. Yeah. That kind of blew my mind a little bit. I had to think about that one. Yeah. Dope. Okay. That that's we, why our podcast is going to be soon the best gambling podcast for degenerates. You know. So, um, so I know we gave a couple long shots, but I just randomly scrolled. Mm-hmm. This is going to be your shot in the dark, ugly girl at the bar pick. Shot in the dark. Just yeah, it's going to be like the lights going out of the bar, and you still get the last girl at the bar. Kind <laughs> of. This is the pick. Ready? And yeah, I like. Th- Ricky Fowler at 10,000 plus 10,000. That's actually wow. a really good pick. Ricky I like Fowler. that pick. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm going to put I'm I'm going to put a unit on it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not I ain't no bitch. Yeah, welcome back to Hold the Line where we give you uh segments of just incredible analysis and then also insane ways to do things like <laughs> So that's going to wrap up our uh, PGA segment on the Memorial Tournament. We had a little bit of technical issues, so I'm going to cut up this recording into a few different episodes, the first being the PGA, and I will release that first since the that tournament is already happening. Um, and then there will be another episode released hopefully later today, um, before the playoff games for the NBA and NHL. And then lastly, tomorrow I will release our NCAA baseball tournament preview, which will be a, a it's a great segment. It's already been recorded. Hawk does a deep dive into the NCAA baseball tournament, which is kind of like March Madness. Uh, it's a little bit more under the radar. But I think people will really enjoy it. And if you are looking for some fun stuff to gamble over the weekend, what is more fun than the March Madness of baseball? All right, so I'm going to cut this off here. 
thank you, Degenerates, for listening. Uh, watch out for those next two episodes to come out later today and tomorrow. All right, we love you. Love is-